Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. It's my pleasure to announce the 24 winner of the Hurt Trophy, the Leon Dreisaitl. Leon Dreisaitl hammers it home. Nugent Hopkins and Yamamoto with the helpers. Dylan Holloway, University of Wisconsin. We have a star in the making right now for the Edmonton Oilers. Now we've got a wild scrum with fights breaking out all over the place. Jason's looking like he's picking the right time to get hot here. This is Ryan Nugent Hopkins from your Edmonton Oilers. We're a really good team. Um, you know, we know that. And just trying to go out there and show that every game. I'm James Neal. Start on this. Jajar Kara from your Edmonton Oilers. This is the battle of Alberta we've been waiting for for three decades. Mike Smith, Leon Dreisaitl. This is Conor McDavid from your Edmonton Oilers. And this is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Unbelievable. Brought to you by Digitex. Managed print services to keep your printing costs down. Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A. What a stop me by Miko Koskinen. Now, Bob Stoffer on the official station of your Edmonton Oilers. 6.30 Chad. Brendan Scott with you. This is Oilers Now. Hope you're having a wicked Wednesday. Uh, Oilers coming off a 4-2 victory against a challenged Ottawa Centers hockey club. Uh, Brendan Escott opening up with the Kinks. You really got me. Now, was that to pay homage to Yesapoli getting Mark Spector on uh, yesterday's show after a two-goal performance, including an absolutely brilliant effort that excited a lot of Edmonton Oilers fans out there that are cheering for uh, Jesse to be successful here, or was there a significant reason, Mr. Escott, yeah. why we're opening up with the Kings today? Uh, Dave Davies from the band. Uh, I'm not going to do the quick math on the fly here, but born on this day in 1947. so 74. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> There we go. Uh, once you get past 50, you learn how to do those numbers a little bit easier because you're thinking of yourself. Now, uh, will there be a, a demise at some point? I'm not sure. Sort of like the opening chapter of the Republican Cephalus Waxing Poetica. This is Oilers Now. Bob Stoffer with you, uh, along with Brendan Escott. Oilers Now is brought to you daily by Digitex. We have a jam-packed show. we got a lot to get to. Digitex, buy or lease your next office network printer from the Digitex.ca e-commerce store. Alberta's number one open-owned and operated place to buy office IT and supplies. Oilers uh, win their third straight last night. 4-2 victory against the Ottawa Senators. Lots to get to. We'll have a quick review of the game. We'll also hear a couple comments about a couple players that had big nights and they're hopefully big parts of the Edmonton Oilers' future. Edmonton Oilers general manager Ken Holland. He's been a part of uh, gold medal championship Canadian teams before. Named an assistant GM to Team Canada for 22. Ken Holland will join us today at 12.15. 12.35 for the NHL 
NHL Network, former Tampa Bay general manager, longtime NHL top flight agent with Octagon, number one overall pick, 1983 NHL draft, Brian Lawton. At 105, uh, popular blogger from the cult of hockey, David Staples. And at 135, and we'll go down a completely different path on today's show. Uh, John Shannon, our NHL insider, uh, joining us in the back half of the show. You can reach us at any time on the River Cree Resort Casino Hotline, 780-496-0063. The River Cree has multiple dream catcher spawn stay packages available for booking right now. You can reach them. One. 844-425-2733 or visit com backslash stay. And you can text us on our Ashley Pine Floors text line 780-496-0063 Ashley Pine Floors. Currently renovating, you can come see what's on sale now at 143rd Street, 111th Avenue, or at AshleyFineFloors.com. We're on Twitter, at Oilers Now. You can tweet me personally, Bob underscore Stoffer. Brendan with two E's, Scott with two T's. Oilers coming off a 4-2. Really, it was, a, it was an odd game. Edmonton built up a 4-0 lead 25 minutes through. And uh, in fairness, Ottawa had the majority of the play, there were but a couple of huge positives last night and the storylines in last night's game. Evan Bouchard's first game in a couple seasons in the National Hockey League, let's face it, he looked composed, uh, composed, poised. Uh, made one play in particular that stood out in my mind. It was in the second period. Got the puck on a turnover in the neutral ice area. Quick pass up the left side to McDavid. McDavid one-touched it to Pugliarvi. That is not a play that maybe any other defenseman currently on the team would think of in that situation. The guy knows what he's doing when he has the puck. Uh, he's slimmed down uh, even from a year ago. Had a tremendous second half of the season in the American Hockey League. And i I, I got to be honest with you, I'm trying to figure out, you know, how do you take him out of the lineup after a first-game performance like that? And then Pugliarvi, two goals. He needed it. He was creating lots of chances, and he got rewarded last night. Those are two of the storylines for our top story for Legacy Heating and Cooling. Home and no payments and no interest for one year. That's how you build a legacy. Legacy Heating and Cooling. As we go to the Oilers now, Audio Vault for Direct Workwear. Supporting local and Canadian manufacturers in Edmonton and online at directworkwear.com. Cam Moon with the call of last night's 4-2 Edmonton Victory. Good evening, Cam Moon, along with Bob Stauffer, the Edmonton Oilers taking on the Ottawa Senators, and it comes back to the point. Nurse shoots, scores! Darnell Nurse, let it go. McDavid left side to Pulleyarvi. He'll bring it in over the line. He'll cut to the middle. The shot saved by Hogwarts. Rebound, scores! Yes, the Pulleyarvi gets his own rebound. He gets his first goal of the season. Artim Zoop. And up the right wing comes Dreisaitl into the Ottawa end. He'll shoot. Score! Leon Dreisaitl snapped the puck down the right wing. And he makes it 3-0 Edmonton. Puck back to the left wing point. Russell over to Bouchard. A snapshot. Score! Bouchard let it go from the point. And it looked like it was redirected, and the Oilers are up 4-0. Second goal of the game. But Bouchard from the right point just lofted one in front, and Pugliarvi just tipped it. Hobart didn't get square to it. Enough of a deflection. 4 nothing. Edmonton. Shabbat left side will shoot it. That doesn't get through. Loose puck scores. Paquette right at the side of the net. As that just came right to him, he goes short side. 
All right, there you have it. That's an audio recap. A couple uh, quick clips have already come in on the Ashley Fine Floors text line. Uh, this one says, Bob, I'm so glad to see Jesse going. Uh, lots of fans, I think, were excited last night. Jay says, Bob, whether Ottawa is bad or not, the Oilers need to beat this team seven to eight times this season. Quickly, back into the Oilers now audio vault. Here is Dave Tippett first talking about Evan Bouchard's uh, performance versus the Ottawa Senators. Really solid. Um... You know, it's a, that's a tough thing for you to jump into a game like that. And, and, you know, every game, these points are critical for us. So jump in, and uh, I think he was, I think he got 17 or 18, 19 minutes, something like that. But uh, I was really, really pleased with this game. He just smart and uh, got an assist on a real a good shot from the point and uh, just jumped in and, and didn't look out of place at all. So that's a real good sign for a young player. And uh, obviously Bouchard was one of the storylines last night, but so too was uh, yes, Apolliarby. The, the thing I'm definitely seeing with the uh, texters to the show. Look, if you're listening to a show called Oilers now, you're in Northern Alberta. You probably have a vested interest in seeing the team be successful, which means because you have passion, you get frustrated when the team's sitting at a three and six record. But at the end of the day, you still want to see young Oilers prospects emerge and some guys gain some headway. And I think a lot of us felt that, yes, Apolliarby, uh, was putting in the right type of work and wasn't necessarily being rewarded. He got two last night and Dave Tippett says Apolliarby will be relieved to have scored. He says it doesn't bother him, but it's it's great to see him get on the board. And he's he's one of our top guys being around, not just chances himself, but uh, but helping create chances for other people. So you'd like to see him get rewarded for that work. And tonight he got rewarded for it. I mean, his first goal was a real real nice goal, great second effort. So it's you know it's anybody if you don't if you feel like you're not scoring, you just there's that extra little bit of pressure you're putting on yourself and it's good to see that he got a couple he's got a big smile on his face and uh, hopefully that pushes him along now all right so there you have it uh, that's part of uh, what we'll run today in the orders now audio vault for direct workwear but at this time uh we are going to go to our headliner today and our headliner is brought to you daily on oilers now uh by Wilhawk Beef Jerky. It just might be the best you've ever tasted. Search for Wilhawk. That's W-I-L-H-A-U-K today. And we're pleased to be joined by Edmonton Oilers General Manager Ken Holland. Good day, Ken. How are you? Good, Bob. Nice to be with you. Yes, thank you for your time. First of all, uh, congratulations on your selection to uh, be a part of uh, Team Canada's management staff. I'm sure it must be an honor anytime you get a chance to uh, represent the country. Yeah, thanks, Bob. It's a tremendous honor. Uh, like you said, anytime you can represent your country um, in international uh, place. So I'm so fortunate to have been involved a few times in the past. And uh, Doug Armstrong reached out to me here uh, in the last little while that uh, I know Tom Rennie had talked to him about uh, heading up the uh, management team for the Olympics if NHL players uh, participate. And uh you know, I worked with Doug in the 2010 Olympic team, the 2014 Olympic team, and the 2016 World Cup team. So it's a it's a tremendous honor, and uh, um, you know it's a great, uh, wonderful, good group of uh, people I get I get to work with. 
All right. Well, you mentioned those three uh, events, and Canada won all three of those events. Uh, Doug Armstrong's already been quoted as saying, uh, might be a slightly different team. Uh, there's been an emergence of some young stars that play with some tempo. You built that huge, heavy defense. I think Kevin Lowe was part of that 2014 team. Pete Shirelli was part of that group with you as well, and Doug Armstrong. But uh, is it feasible, just because of the way the game is maybe moved, Ken, that we, we might see a, a slightly different different type of Team Canada, maybe one that plays with incredible pace and tempo, and maybe one that's a little bit more offensive because you guys locked her down specifically in 2014 in the Olympics and dominated that tournament. Yeah, I mean, obviously, you know, from 2014 to 2022, that's going to be eight years between Canada's involvement in the uh, with NHL players in the Olympics. So, uh, you know, there's obviously going to be the, the changeover. Uh, and there's lots of great young – Canada's producing lots of great young players. So I think the game is built on uh, speed, speed and skill, uh, competitiveness. And, uh, you know, I think that there's there's, there's lots of – Canada again. Canada's they got a deep pool of players, so uh, uh, we're we're confident that we're going to put a, a team together that the Canadian fans are going to be be proud of. But it's it's going to be built upon, like I said, speed, skill, and uh, and and compete. All right, uh, let's switch a little bit of focus. Uh, how different does it feel today, being six and six, than maybe when you were sitting at three and six? I mean, people can sit there and say, "Well, of course you got to beat Ottawa," but in this league, you still got to win those games. Uh, a little bit better place than maybe you were Friday morning. Yeah, for sure. I mean, obviously, a huge win Saturday against the, the Toronto Maple Leafs. Uh, you know, I, I think if you look at where we're, you know, we've. We've split. We've we had four games with Toronto. We've we've, we've split four. They won. They got an extra point because they won and they they took us to overtime. But we've you know, we've split with two games with Vancouver. Split two with Winnipeg. Split four with Toronto and uh, got swept by Montreal. And they seem to be doing it to everybody right now. They're feeling good about themselves. Um, and and certainly with Ottawa coming in here, uh, we knew that they were going to be desperate for uh, for some wins. So we we took care of business. Um, you know, now we go back into Calgary, and uh, you know, when you look at the standings. You know, obviously, uh, Montreal's way up there, and Toronto's got a good record. But uh, you know, the the other four four teams, uh, were, the, the records are really close. So I think I'm I'm, I'm anticipating it's going to go like this, uh, right to the to the end of the schedule, and uh, you know, we're playing everybody head to head. It's every night. It's a it's a four point game. Um, so it's going to be uh, going to be a, a wonderful for the for the fans to watch how this all plays itself out, and certainly being six and six, um, and, and getting back to uh, 500 hockey, and now we're now going on a four game road trip, um, and we're back in the mix. Feels real good. Uh, let's talk about Yessa Pogliarvi. You took a very patient approach with him. He played over in Europe last year, came back. Uh, to me, looked like a different type of player. But he wasn't scoring. He was creating chances. Give me a thought on uh, on maybe what the management felt, what they saw in last night's victory. Well, you know, I think, you know, right from day one of training camp, and I, and I guess going back to when we had some Zoom calls, uh, you know, Tip and I with uh, with Jesse and his Marcus Lato, his agent, um, you know, a couple this summer, and uh, you know, we talked about where, where we, we saw him fitting in we thought that uh, he was you know could fit into our top nine um you know right from day one of training camp to tip put him on a line that uh, we were hoping was going to be uh, you know in, uh, in our top nine and uh you know he's played regular tip has got him out there and 
you know, he, he, uh, I, I didn't see him uh, a lot in the past because, you know, in his draft class, he was we, he was high up high up there, and I so you know what I've seen from day one is I've seen it from day one at training camp. I see a guy that's going in straight lines. You know, he's playing North America, he's playing NHL hockey, he's 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 getting in on the forecheck, he's uh, competing, he's getting to the front of the net, um, you know, he's he's getting the the puck uh, uh, to his line mates to to, to to get the puck down the ice. Um, he's retrieving pucks. And then last night, obviously, a great, uh, real nice play on a one-on-one play with Coburn, followed up his rebound, a nice play in tight, and a nice shot by uh, by Bouchard. He's going through the slot and tipped it. And, you know, if you want to score in the NHL, you got to be able to score in different uh, in different ways. So uh, I was, I'm happy for him. You know, he's played really he's played really well. Uh, he's he's uh, he's come in and. Uh, you know he's, he's he's done everything we've asked of him, and and uh, I'm I'm happy to see him get rewarded with a couple of, of goals last night. I'm sure that will be really good for his confidence going forward. Leon Dreisaitl said after his game in Winnipeg, and that was probably the best game. Can I have seen every game that he's played uh, here as an Oiler? I thought that was the best game he'd ever played as an Oiler in Winnipeg. Leon said. Uh, Je- Jesse hasn't, uh, you know, he hasn't even scratched the surface of what he might be able to uh, can do. You've built your reputation on having some guys that were way better players at 25 than they were at 22. Are you going to be intrigued to see, like, do you think what we're seeing right now is a ceiling? Or do you think he's got another level to go with a little bit of time based upon the work rate that he's shown just to make the improvement coming back that he has? Well, I mean, obviously, where he was as a 16 and 17, 18 year old, uh, you know, and where he was. I mean, everybody, everybody in the world was taking him in the top three or four. So, you know, it, it, it's it's not like he was a surprise pick. He he, he was a player. I saw. Him, I remember going to uh, to Lake Placid and seeing the the the, the, the Finns, Americans, and the Swedes playing. At the, that was his draft year, and 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 and, and watching and thinking, wow. I mean, you know, big guy with with with, with talent. So. So there's obviously upside. There's obviously upside now. You know, we've all been in the game long enough to know that you know some peak and do this and 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 do that. But I think that you know he's 22 years of age. He's big. He's strong. He's powerful. He went back. He had a really good year in in, in Finland last year. He finished top five in in in, in scoring. Uh, to get his swagger back. To get his confidence back. Um, he made it to see, obviously come out and he said a year ago, he, he, he played his last game in an Edmonton Oiler jersey, thought about it for a year. We, 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 you know, we, we talked to him and he made a decision to, uh, to, to re-sign with the Oilers to, to come back. Those are all things to me that, that, that uh, are signs of maturity. And, you know, he's come, because, uh, you know, that's what life is about. It's about experiences, or for me, it's life life and success in life is about, you know, dealing with adversity, getting uh, mature, you know, maturing, and, and you fall down, you get back up. And those are the things I think that, that Jesse's done to this point in his, uh, his career. So certainly, you know, you, you project forward over the next two or three years, you'd like to, you know, to believe that he's going to... Uh, to, to, to grow into a really important um, player uh, on this on this hockey club because he's got that kind of potential. Last night, our first look at Evan Bouchard this season. Reported to camp in great shape, was streamlined, had a good second half last year in the American Hockey League. Did he open up some eyes last night uh, with the organization based upon the composure and poise that he played with? Well, for sure. You know, I think... 
you know, I, I got to I got to go. You know, as a general manager, I I get to fly down to Bakersfield last year, and I get to go watch him play. And I watched Evan play in his draft year, and I watched him play. You know, against Guelph in the playoffs the one year when Sam Lukov was a one T. I mean, you know, so you know, for Dave Tippett, um, you know, he didn't get the line. We had him at training camp. You know, was it 18 months ago or, or 15, 16 months ago? And then, and then he, you know, obviously went to to to, to Sweden. So we come into this year and and uh, you know this training camp. And you know you got Ethan Barry who's established, and you got Larson, and we go sign Tyson Barry, and we sign some other veteran guys, and you know the the coaches we want we want to get some wins, you want to get out of the out of the gate. So you know the the message I think to, to Evan, you know from me and I, I and, and and from the coaches was be patient, be ready. You're going to get your your your, your chance. We're going to have uh, either through. Uh, through the performance of individuals or the team or, or, or injuries, you're going to get a chance. And uh, he's practiced hard. He stayed ready, and he went in last night. And I think it was uh, it was it's Tip's really first look at him, like I said, in about 15, 16 months since training camp of 2019. So uh, um, he's poised with the puck. He gets pucks to the net. You know, he what he has eight eight attempted eight shots. Four four got through, and some were some were blocked. But he's he puts the puck in the net. He's poised with the puck. He can he can pass. Um, he's a really good young defenseman. He's a really going to be a really important part of uh, of where we go here going going forward. So yeah, I mean, la- I think last night was really good for for Tip to get to see him uh, firsthand and. Uh, uh, the more depth we can have, the more competition we can have, the better our team is going to be. So uh, certainly looking forward to, uh, to Calgary on, on Saturday, and I'm sure he's, I would expect and think that he's going to be in the lineup, and um, hopefully he can continue to, to grow. But, you know, there's going to be some tough decisions on the back end um, for the coaches. That's a good thing. That's not a bad thing. You want you want tough decisions because it means that you've uh, you've got some people playing well, whether they're young players or veteran players, and and uh, it, it, it it drives the team. Oilers general manager Ken Holland. Ken, a little bit of a curveball just to close out with uh, a simple one though. Has Gaetan Haas over the last two games made you feel a little bit better about your bottom six options at center right now? Well, yeah, you know, obviously we re, we re-signed him. We we like you know last year, I think what was he minus one over fifty games? Like you know, we didn't have a ton of of, uh, uh, of you know. I think it five goals and five assists, but he's always on the right side of the puck. Um, you know, we felt you know, and in the off season we talked about the team and they are talking to uh, Coach Tippett that he was a guy that could go on in the PK. He can skate. He can transport the puck. So. You know, certainly as we, we went into training camp, um, you know, we we had him penciled in in the four hole all, all summer. You know, to, and kill some penalties. And and uh, when he was wasn't out there, we we missed him. We weren't sure where he's at, but certainly I think he's played uh, pretty well uh, the first two games. He can kill penalties. He can skate. He you know he, he had a huge block at the end of the second. He's not afraid to get in the lane and block a block a shot. And hopefully, as we go along here, the experience of being in the league last year. That uh, they'll, they'll start to be a little more a little more offense, but really we want him to you know kill penalties, uh, help us transport the puck from the defensive zone to the neutral zone, and uh, you know fill lots of lots of different roles. So um, yes, I, I think that uh, the last couple of games he's he's helped make us a little solidified us a little bit at the bottom part of the roster.
Well, we're about a quarter of the way through the season, Ken. We appreciate your time, and congratulations again today, uh, once again, uh, being a part of Team Canada for the upcoming Olympics. Thanks, Bob. That is Oilers General Manager Ken Holland. He's our headliner today for Wilhawk Beef Jerky. It is 1229 in Edmonton, up against the break, off to a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell and back with Brian Lawton for the Mattress Superstore when we return on Oilers Now. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.